This is episode 15 of The Unconventional Polyglot. In this episode, I will be finishing out my series on resources for learning Spanish. In the first two episodes, I talked about apps for learning Spanish and YouTube channels for learning Spanish. And in this episode, I will focus on graded readers uh, and other reading materials for learning Spanish. Thanks for listening. This is The Unconventional Polyglot, a podcast that explores languages and language learning from someone who has followed and also broken many of the conventional rules for how to learn languages. I'm your host, Will, and language learning is my passion. Okay, so when it comes to reading, which I do think is a very, very important part of language learning, especially in the later stages, but also it can be extremely useful right from the very start if you get the right materials. I think reading is a crucial part of language learning, but if you want to, say, read novels like, I don't know, Harry Potter or Twilight or Hunger Games or whatever, translated into Spanish or even novels that were originally written in Spanish, like Love in the Time of Cholera or Don Quixote or something like that, I would highly recommend not jumping into novels that were written specifically or translated specifically for native speakers. Because unless you're at an advanced level yourself, you're going to spend a lot of time trying to figure out the plethora of new vocabulary that you're going to come across. There's going to be a bunch of grammar that is probably going to be hard to swallow, hard to digest. So I think the way to go until you get up to that advanced level is graded readers. And I'm going to mention three particular authors for graded readers. And for each of these authors, I've read several, at least, of their graded readers. So the first author that I want to mention is Paco Ardit, A-R-D-I-T. So he has series of books, graded readers, going all the way from A1 level, so very beginner level, up to C2 level, which is advanced, uh, practically native speaker level, and in some ways even possibly past native speaker level. So he's very unique in the the range of levels that he has for his books. For each level, he has either five books or three for the the C1 and C2 levels. And typically, I'm not advertising for Amazon. <laughs> I'm not being paid by Amazon. But on, on Amazon, you can get the Kindle versions of his books for pretty low price. Um, for example, I, I just looked today and his A1 and A2 level sets, uh, the A1 level set right now is $2.99 on Kindle for five books, which is incredible. And then $6 for the A2 level set, which is also five books. Normally, his uh, five book sets or the three book advanced sets are about $10 on Kindle, which is still 
pretty reasonable. $2 a book is, is pretty reasonable. And they're not super short books. They're usually something like 40, 50, maybe 60 chapters. Or each, each chapter is like a page or two, but still pretty good length for, for graded readers. And his stories, uh, the stories that I've read of his, which, uh, the, I've read all of his B1 and B2 level stories. For the most part, I found them very interesting and engaging. They, they made me want to keep reading and, and, and find out, you know, what happens. So they're interesting books. They're, um, uh, Paco Ardit does a, a good job of keeping vocabulary at about the right level, keeping grammar at about the right level. The one thing that is missing from his books is kind of highlighted vocabulary and uh, like a, a glossary. However, if you're reading his books on Kindle or even if you're not, um, it's very easy to use a, you know, Google Translate or, or online dictionaries or even built-in dictionaries you can download onto Kindle. It's not that much of an issue. You, you can always find the definition of a word if, pretty quickly if you need to have it. Another author I want to mention is Juan Fernandez. I mentioned his YouTube channel in my last episode. So he has a, a website, 1001 Reasons to Learn Spanish. He also has his YouTube channel, podcast, and books that he's written. And his books are pretty unique. They're a little different than uh, Paco Ardit's books. He does have books, I believe, generally two books for each level, going all the way from A1 to B2, so beginner to upper intermediate. And one thing his books have that is not real strongly emphasized in Paco Ardit's books is humor. His books, they're not all necessarily funny, but but he is a funny guy and it does come through in a lot of his writing. Um, now, I've read all of his B1 and B2 level books, similar to Paco Ardit, and he does have at the end of each chapter kind of a summary of the vocabulary that has been highlighted in the chapter. So he'll highlight particular words or, in a lot of cases, particular phrases, sometimes very colloquial phrases that would be really hard to look up in a dictionary because <laughs> they might involve like five to ten words. And uh, there's no way you're going to use a dictionary to put together a lot of colloquial expressions. And... His books, I, I would say some of them are a bit more interesting than others. One that I really like is Una Chica Triste. This book in particular uh, was really interesting for me uh, because it had a major twist in it. And <laughs> major twists are uh, a great way to keep somebody reading one thing that uh, Juan Fernandez does in his books is he heavily makes use of useful grammar at uh, whatever level the, the book is intended for. So, for example, in, in one of his B1 books, he makes heavy, heavy use of the present perfect tense, a.k.a. el pretérito perfecto compuesto in Spanish. So, it can... Maybe be a little annoying if you uh, are bothered by 
seeing a, a particular use of grammar used over and over and over again, but this doesn't happen in all of his books. It's just, I think, one of his B1 level books. But overall, his books are good. They're, I think, a bit longer than Paco Ardit's books. They're very interesting to read. So I definitely recommend Juan Fernandez's books. And then the last author I'll mention is uh, an author who's written um, a lot of graded readers in a number of different languages, and that is Ollie Richards. So Ollie Richards actually, for a bunch of different languages, has short story books and conversation books, or he calls them 101 conversations in, say, beginner Spanish or intermediate Spanish. Ollie Richards is another good author. He writes pretty interesting stories. To be honest, some of them are a little more interesting than others, but they're typically three chapters long, his short stories. What I like to do with the stories that are not super long which Ollie Richards would fall under that category, is I like to read a chapter through fairly quickly and then read it through a second time, paying more close attention to the vocabulary, paying more close attention to the grammar, and then typically move on from there. Although if if I still have issues with understanding, I'll read it a third time because honestly, every time you read something, it's going to be easier than it was the previous time. A little side note, um, I don't typically do this for like longer books or novels. Um, kind of slows things down if you're rereading every chapter of a, you know, 50 chapter book. But if you're talking about a story that just has a few chapters, it's, it's useful. Or another thing that I do sometimes is just read a paragraph and then reread it immediately afterward. So anyway, rereading is something that, you know, a lot of people maybe don't like to do. Maybe they are impatient, but it definitely helps if your comprehension level is not at a hundred percent the first time you read something. So Ollie Richards books, um, his short story books, as I said, are typically reasonably short three chapter stories, and he does have clickable specific vocabulary items that link to a glossary in the back of the book, which is useful, although occasionally vocabulary items are used multiple times, and so when you click on the link in the glossary at the end, it will take you back uh, to not exactly where you were expecting to go. That doesn't happen too often. And his Conversation books are intended to give you kind of more, more of a feel for how the language is spoken as opposed to written. Those are, are also good. And, and the, the conversation books of, uh, Ollie Richards that I have read are pretty interesting, pretty engaging. He essentially tells a story through dialogues and going through 101 very short chapters, very short dialogues, and he's got vocabulary listed at the end of each little mini dialogue. So they're pretty easy to digest and 
when I read his conversation books, I can easily get through, you know, maybe four or five quick chapters within, you know, 15 minutes. So those are all of the, uh, the, the graded reader authors that I want to mention for Spanish. Um, I definitely recommend reading any of those. There are others, but I haven't read other authors for, uh, for Spanish graded readers. Now, one last resource I do want to mention, um, it's kind of an app and, um, collection of books at the same time is Link. L-I-N-G-Q. So it's an app, and I could have put this in my app episode, but I didn't because it's it's an app that's heavy on reading. And the the thing that's really unique about Link is you essentially go there, or you can just go there, you know, online to their webpage. They have a bunch of different languages, including Spanish, of course, and you can tailor it to whatever range of difficulty levels you want, and you will find a whole bunch of different materials and kind of groups of lessons. And the lessons are essentially either chapters from books or sample dialogues or transcriptions of YouTube videos. There's a lot of different things, but once you get in there, you essentially can listen to the audio and read along. Every word is clickable, so you can get a definition for every word as you go along. And then once you get to the end, there's a feature where you can have a short quiz on the words that you have clicked on. So it's a great way to help you remember those words. Um, I've been using Link for a while now, and I, I think it's really, really useful for improving your listening comprehension and your reading comprehension simultaneously. And it has the one thing that is missing from reading a book, which is hearing the audio, um, unless you have an audio book, of course, which is often available. But I just wanted to add that kind of at the end of this episode, uh, a recommendation to try out Link again, L-I-N-G-Q. It's a very good app. It can be a little disorienting at first because the all these various lessons are not necessarily grouped um, from like a beginner all the way in any systematic fashion. So you kind of have to do some digging. But once you find something that is interesting to you at your level, there's a lot of stuff you can read and listen to and engage in. So with that, I am going to wrap up this episode. I really hope that this series on Spanish learning resources has been useful to you if you are in the process of learning Spanish. And in the coming months, I will be doing the same sort of series. Uh, the next language that I plan to cover is French. That will come up sometime in probably around March of 2022. And then after that, I plan to do a similar series for, for Portuguese, and then Italian, and then German, and then Mandarin Chinese, and so on. So one series roughly every few months. Now you can always contact me at unconventionalpolyglot at gmail.com with any questions or comments. 
I thank you very much for listening and supporting this podcast. I love language learning and, and I hope that shows in my content. And with that, I will say goodbye and good language learning. <laughs>